the boss called me up and said, come in to work. I just hung up on that slave driving jerk. And now it's time for expert analysis from the best in the game. This is Be She's Wrestling with Mike Davidson. I'm a former producer of wrestling, and I had to tell people, here's what I need in a promo, here's what I need in a match, and here's why you have to do it. You tried to be cute, you tried to be clever, and you came off undervaluing the guy the promoter is paying thousands of dollars to get into the ring with you. Special guest star, the Mecca, Shane Madison. Madison. Jealousy is something that the Mecca Shane Madison has had to deal with my entire life. It doesn't matter! Because I guarantee that the Mecca will win. And producer Chris. He's just a money-making machine, that guy. As somebody who's featured regularly on their program, I don't think he's going to be able to take enough time away from his other adventures. The guy is a mogul. And now, he, she's wrestling. He, she's wrestling. Listeners will remember an episode of B She's Wrestling where we... Tried to be nothing but positive for an entire episode, and we kept score. And every time we said something negative, it was a negative score. Um, today, we aren't going to be capable of doing that. We're going to try to be constructive, yep. but we're talking about a subject that has been nothing but hot button. I've never wasted so much time on a show I've never been on. Yes. We're talking about a company that has too many letters in their name. Companies very loosely. Too many promoters <laughs> who promoter don't like very, to take the blame. Very loosely. Very loosely. Yeah. yeah. Professional, very loosely. And no qualified, bar- barely any qualified wrestlers <laughs> to boast about. We last week were dead wrong. <laughs> we said yep. CNWEA would never happen. Almost didn't. And we were getting it, regular updates. This is the first time ever. Where if a promoter had canceled on very short notice, it would have been way more professional than going to going to battle with what you have. Gary Wolf made it to Winnipeg. Yep. What was it called? Holy Risings. Yeah. Holy, holy, holy shit, was it bad? <laughs> yeah. Sorry to use holy the gospel sense into a curse word. I'm not. Way to go. <laughs> I have a very, and we didn't talk, we didn't get a chance to get on this last week's episode because we were, before we went off half cocked and I didn't want to get into a mud slinging because we have a different opinion, but unlike other opinions you'll hear, we had nothing to do with the show, nothing to gain, nothing to lose, nothing invested. And that's why everything we say is somewhat impartial. And you know what? Thank you to James Corba for that update last week. He did an excellent job. Yeah, I need to Thank send him a, send him a message because he was great. He sent it right to me. I didn't have to do hardly anything to it. Like, yeah. fa- thanks a lot, Corba. Well put together. Extremely appreciated. Impartial. Yep. And fair. And, th- and you know what? The guy paid thirty dollars oh. and bought <laughs> and bought an eight by ten for Gary Wolf just to support. So hey, he's doing his part to support. For those of you who don't know the inside story, let's go there. Let's get Let's there. just get into it, shall we? So it's Or start- as, as my favorite Cody would like to say, so what do you want to talk about? You yeah. love this. <laughs> you love him. <laughs> yeah. so yes, let me I love you, Cody. You love, me, it, you love it a lot of things. For those of you who don't know, <laughs> let's talk about it. There was an event advertised in Winnipeg that came up very short notice after a cancellation for CNWA, CNWEA. August 26th was originally canceled. 
Rescheduled till September 23rd. And then there was a, a show graphic, and I didn't even recognize ECW superstar Gary Wolf. I thought it was just an indie guy. I thought it was a generic guy. Yeah. They, they yeah. used such a bad graphic. Yeah. Number one, they did yes. no Photoshop skills. Number two, a little the, pixelated. The, the, the guy, the picture they used, like, didn't doesn't look anything like Gary Wolf, even when I remember him in ECW. It doesn't look like him in ECW. No. You guys? Gary Wolf was cool and meant something in 95, 96. That was before ECW got a little more mainstream. Yeah. Not a good name. And actually a waste of money, in my so, opinion. So Gary Wolf is advertised as the main draw. And then it's a plethora of underqualified wrestlers. When Graham came... Well, okay, local talent. Local... Warm bodies. Local guys around the wrestling scene. When Graham Keem, player one, becomes your second most qualified wrestler on your show, you know you are screwed. And Louie was hoping to, hoping he would work, is what Louie was texting me. You said, I hope Merrick can work oh on my show. God. All right, so I'm going to go through this step by step. I get a text last Friday night. I don't remember the date. The Friday night before the show on Saturday. Actually, I get a... 22nd. Sheldon, the victim of Adam Knight's slap, messages me and says, Gary Wolf might stay at my house. And I knew, oh my word, this is bad. Not going to end well. So I said to Gary, I said to Sheldon, why haven't... Why, if they're looking for a place for him to put up, maybe, maybe... I would do it, right? I'm not home that night. I don't know all the details. Well, he's landing at 11 o'clock that night, and he and the promoters can't afford a hotel. The promoters, who were Rob Steele and Louis Hendrickson, could not. They don't have a driver's license. Rob Steele doesn't That's even live. Rob Steele doesn't even live in Winnipeg. He might have a driver's license, but he doesn't live in Winnipeg. He lives in Alberta. Right. So Louis, what's he going to do? Pick him up on a bike from the airport? Dickie D. So they go around, and finally, Rob Stardom is going to pick him up from the airport. Rocket but he doesn't know where to take him. Right. They ha- they can't. They, they don't haven't have, arranged a hotel. They don't have room on a credit card to cover the damage that you have to put down a two hundred dollar deposit when you book a one night hotel. So hold on, flying in a name from Florida. $850 flight, Yes. no ride, no hotel. Yes. Please continue. Okay. <laughs> okay. But they know that Gary's on the flight, and yeah. I look at his social media, and he's he says, on my way to Winnipeg, and I know this is a disaster waiting to happen. Mm-hmm. So then I get on the phone with Louie, and I'm like, Louie, what is going on? Well, Rob Stardom is going to figure it out. Rob Stardom's at the airport to get him, and he already starts the blame game that Rob Steele should have looked after this. Yeah. How can the guy from Alberta be taking care of the little logistical things that somebody in Manitoba has to do? Okay. Then I talk to Rob Stardom and he tells me, yeah, like they don't have, they can't get a hotel. I'll probably just end up, I'll end up paying for it. And as you saw in his vlog, he did pay for a hotel room and they don't have cash to even cover the cost of the hotel room. Mm -hmm. Okay. So this is a disaster. Rob Steele is out of pocket, 850 for a plane ticket. Louis has paid $300 to Primo's to get their ring. Was that Louis' money? But that came money? from Stan right. for ticket sales. So not Louis' money. So yeah. Louis out Louis zero has not put up anything at this yet. point. Although he will tell you that he did. Yep. And in, I, he's, I, I consider Louis a friend because I've been around him for 20 some years. Yep, I like I Louis. I sympathize, but you're in over your freaking head and you and this is a problem. And I'm going to get to that. What Where the problem lies. Okay, so the morning of, so now we know Stardom took Gary Wolf to a local hotel, got mm-hmm. him checked in, covered it, told told Gary how bad it is. Now, Rob Steele is hoping that the, the, the tickets are going to sell. At $30 a pop, he's hoping the tickets are going to sell. For Gary Wolf, who could not draw on a $30 ticket in this day and age. So, further worse, it gets worse. 
you you go to the next day mm-hmm. and they are they don't know if the ring's going to show up because Graham has his ring. I guess he took it to Denver with him. Why would he do that? Because obviously to get booked, he's supplying the ring from Winnipeg. I don't oh know. I don't know this. I, I'm I'm speculating okay. on that. Anyway, so, so Graham, that's why the, ring, Graham the original ring wasn't there. Two o'clock has, calls Louie and tells him the ring might not come. So follow along with this absolute she show. Yeah. And we're getting regular updates throughout the day. All I'm, three of us. I'm getting voice yeah. clips from Louie. Yep. I'm getting, I'm trying to stay in touch with Rob Steele because I they start fighting with each other. I'm trying to figure out what's going on. Yep. And I'm hearing from the odd person like Rob and yep. a few other people. And and there's a lot of laughing going on. Mm-hmm. This could have damaged the market considerably, but mm-hmm. I'll get to that in my conclusion. So at about 2.30, Louie calls me and he says, Graham's going to screw me on the ring. I got to get a hold of AJ and get his ring. Now, if you're AJ and you get that call, that ring is a thousand dollars. Yeah, you're not you're not delivering it for nothing. Then he was also looking at Mission for a ring because apparently yeah. Mike Mission has a ring too. Yes. So all these guys have a ring. Hopefully, it's in good upkeep. I don't know. I haven't seen the rings. This is a disaster waiting to happen. So I say, Louis, what's the advance? Well, Stan sold twenty ticket or ten tickets. But he's already given me that money because I used it for the ring. And Stan is a, a helper who has been helping out at shows forever for a long, yeah, long yeah. time. Yes. In case anyone's wondering what who Stan is. Yeah, Stan is not a promoter. No. Stan is... Super fan. Yeah. And so the thing with, San, with Stan was, in return for selling some advanced tickets, he was supposed to get the concession revenue. Okay? So here's what happens. They get to show time. Actually, no. Louie gets summoned to the venue by Rob Stardom so that he can have a face-to-face with Gary Wolf. Wayne Stanton picks up Louie, and they go into this meeting. And Louie contacts me after this meeting and says, Rob Steele really screwed me because he didn't pay Gary. Well, he bought the airfare. I'm sure he thought that there was going to be some sort of revenue to pay Gary. Yeah. Uh, Louie, you're the promoter, last yeah. I heard. Yeah, there's a partnership here. You're 50% responsible. Uh, yes. So I said, oh, wait, a, he's like, would I said, I might be interested. I might be willing to float a loan here because I thought Gary Wolf. What 300 bucks, maybe? Max. Yeah, exactly. Max. I thought, okay, let me know how much you're you're in for and maybe I can e-transfer you, which he could never, I don't think he Good could luck. accept an e-transfer. <laughs> what are you going to do, send it to a tree? Well, anyway, oh, it's, this is a painful <laughs> thing. Now, the reason why I was even, I even make, I make the offer genuine, but it's half in jest is because like Gary Wolf might kill him. Yes. Right. Over this whole fiasco. Oh, yes. And so then he <laughs> says to me, Gary Wolf, Wants fifteen hundred dollars. Louis says this to you, and I said, "Tell him to tell him he's not. Tell him he's fired. <laughs> you're, I'm firing you because you're not worth this, and you're trying to hold me up. Why is this being negotiated at this point? Yeah, and so <laughs> Gary Wolf tells him, "Listen, yeah, I'm going to cut you a deal. I'm going to do it for seven fifty. I said, "Fire him. He has not been on TV for twenty five years, and there's not one wrestling fan." In Winnipeg, that's saying, I can't wait till Gary Wolf gets booked in by one of these promoters. No. Like 500 bucks would have been a stretch. But no, that would have been double. But it wouldn't have surprised me if you just said 500. When I heard you say yeah. over a grand, I was like, what is yeah. happening no, right now? This yeah. makes so, no sense. Now, and Rob Stardom is encouraging this by being one of the, he's being a good brother to Gary and trying to get as much out of Louis as possible. So further complicating this whole thing is... I said, like, I'm not lending you 750. He's like, I'll pay you in monthly payments. I said, I'm not waiting a year <laughs> to get money on this. Yeah. Like, no. 
Like, mm-hmm. listen, as much as I feel sorry for you, because I've been over my head once. In fact, I had a guy lend me money when I had to pay somebody once on a show. Mm-hmm. And it's an f- awful feeling and, you, yeah. and you're, you feel thankful that that person came through to you. I haven't always been good to that person who bailed me out when I needed it. I might've bailed out a couple of guys. There you go. You've done it too with me and Jeff Dick. Anyway. So now I'm frustrated and this is before the show. Yeah. I'm frustrated because I know Gary Wolf, who's in a terrible situation is trying to really stretch the people that he thinks he's got leverage over. And you can spot a mark a mile away. And, but the problem is if the mark's got no money, Right, you're you're the mark because you flew to town and you got no way of getting your money. Got to do your due diligence when you're accepting bookings. That's yes. on Gary. Yes, and the thing is, these guys aren't really with it. Like they don't have like I don't know if there's diminished um, development or whatever. And I'm trying to use politically correct terms, obviously, but like, and I I've always had a soft spot for Louis because he he doesn't he's not maliciously trying to screw around. No, he means well. He just doesn't know what he's doing. Yes. Okay, so at the end of the day, the show is going to happen. He doesn't know who he's got for a roster. Who booked these guys? Who booked <laughs> Pepito to show up? Thinking Pe- And Pepito, of course, does what Gary Wolf does. Pepito works a match against his son and then says, Rob, Rob Steele promised me $130. Bullshees. Yeah. Pepito Anybody, once yeah. hit a ring on Andrew Shellcross for 30 and got his ass punched out. Yeah, and thrown through a wall. Yes. Anybody who's, well, Pepito will come and bail us out. It's a bailout. Yeah. It's twenty dollars. I don't think anybody was booked. Honestly, to be honest, completely. I think honest. everybody knew that this was a tire fire and thought, "I'm going to show up and say I'll do it for this much money." Well, Merrick said uh, Merrick told Louis that none of his guys are showing up because they're afraid they're not getting paid. Rightfully so. But a lot of those guys aren't qualified no, to be paid. No. The be- oh, one thing I will say: the guys who are qualified in this industry, and I, this is where Rob Stardom has to be a little bit more selective. Yep. No qualified yep. wrestler except for Rob Stardom was committed to this. Yep. You didn't see AJ Sanchez showing up. You didn't even see Kevin Chevy showing up. You didn't see Mentalo, who who could have saved something on this show. You didn't see any of the young guys like Chad Daniels or Cheeks. You didn't see it was the bottom of the barrel yep. of of guys that are peripheral who have been basically put on a shelf and forgotten about in this industry because they didn't belong in this industry. Or guys who were helping set up the ring, not trained to action. getting in the ring in for a battle, a battle royal. royal. Sheldon as a referee. You got and the, I like Sheldon, yes. but he has not done anything to qualify himself well, to be a part of a show. Apparently people think you're not Sheldon's friend. Don't get me started on this. <laughs> That's a side story. We are we going to get to that? We can because you're, it's a ta- you're it's turning red already. This. So well, uh, it's really hot down here. Second, <laughs> how hot is it? Piping hot. Piping hot. So here's a, okay. So I'm going to go on a sidebar here. Shoshana Keem has started telling Sheldon, also a wrestling fan who player one's wife. Yeah, who and Sheldon is Sheldon's. I I I actually respect and I, I'm always genuinely kind to Sheldon, a hundred percent. When I called him and I said, did Adam Knight slap you? Yes. I said, is this any, is it, were you in on this in any way? Did you laugh about this with him? Was this shits and giggles? And he Mm -hmm. said, no. And I saw the video and it's clear. Like Sheldon didn't know he was about to get slapped. So that doesn't make Sheldon my friend, but what does make Sheldon somebody I'm very kind to at all times is because when he calls me and he, he'll say, I listened to the show. Good show. 
you dedicated an hour and a half of your time. Thank you. Thank you. And I mean that genuinely. Mm-hmm. So the definition of friendship, him and I don't hang out. Right. So, okay. Maybe someone can say, well, based on that, you're not friends, but to say to him, Mike Davidson's not your friend. Listen, we're not in high school lady. Mm-hmm. Well, I'm not your friend, Shoshana. And you run a business and this is the way as a business owner, you're going to treat this guy who doesn't know. You're going to tell him that someone you don't know is not his friend. Mm-hmm. Blow it out your f- You have no rights. You don't know me and I don't know you, but I do know that you tried to say I'm not someone's friend and he, and it hurt his feelings. Didn't hurt my feelings. Pissed me off. Mm-hmm. And now I will, I could hurt your feelings, but I'm not going to sink to that level. Please take what I said about blow it out your, take that out. Okay. Yes. And leave it, leave it as I said, take it out. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Now I'm frustrated about this because it's led to a whole bunch of drama because what did we do wrong? We sat back. No, we said it wasn't going to happen because it shouldn't have happened. Yep. You're right. It's a disaster. Well, we got in, we got in, in she's. And I will say this, and I, I take offense to this. Rob started him on his blog where he says to us, <laughs> hey, you know what? Like, you know, all you guys sit on the sidelines laughing about this. And, you know, you got to help a brother out and all this. Who are we supposed to help, Gary? Listen, I don't owe Gary nothing. Exactly. Who Who is Gary Wolf? Yeah. I've, I, is that guy going to help me? Yeah. Listen, I was... I, I'll help. Listen, I'm a good guy. I'll help out some of the boys, but it is not my responsibility to help one of the boys. You know, and I get so tired of this. Oh, we're all brothers. Listen, most of these guys wouldn't piss on you if you're on fire. Exactly. We're not brothers. Yep. There's a, you know how many brothers I have in this business? I have a hand with five fingers. I could count them on one hand and have fingers left. Yes. That's all Here's I got to say about I'll that. Here's the problem I'll say about that. I know for a fact you have helped guys that weren't your friend. For who sure. Who financial hardship. And went on the internet and said so, and you dropped off money for them. But And I'm not going to say who. Yep. And, and I'm not have, looking for accolades. And you're not saying that, but I know you did it. I have lent money that I will never see back to a guy or two. And mm-hmm. in the case of Louie, if he had said, listen, I'm going to need $150, I would have probably given it to him and realized I am never going to see it back. Right. But I have $150, and if it saves him from potentially being beat up or he's lucky he's lucky he's out no money and he didn't get beat up that is a win and for him and in in fairness to start him i'm going to give him a little bit of credit he did his best to keep gary wolf from being stranded from being yes and from losing his his lid and beating the hell out of somebody so great but But he also sat back and laughed at this thing too yes and he you know, chipped in for a $150 hotel room that or whatever it was. demanding to get paid back on. He won't get paid back on it. But for him, Rob Stardom doesn't need that money. The $150 is worth to be able to say that I helped Gary and it's good content for his vlog. Let's call it Let's the way it is. Let's talk about that vlog for one second. That, that's what it is. Let's talk about that vlog for one second. I enjoyed the vlog. Sure. To a point. And that point ended when... Um, it ended when Stan is being worked over. Yeah. And he, I, maybe it's, maybe it was a joke and Stan was in on it. I don't think so. And I, I'm going to share the vlog on social media so people can get the context of what I'm saying. But for you to go to a guy who was not the promoter and never once called you to be there at the show and never once said, Hey, I'll give you this money if you do this for me and say, Hey, help me. So I only am owed a hundred dollars. Give me $14. 
I had a problem with that. Yeah. And, and I will, that's, that was a little greasy for my liking. The problem that I have, and I don't even know how to say this politically correctly, but there were people involved with this show who probably don't have the best mental capacity. And I really do not appreciate when people like that are taken advantage of, like try to getting money from them, getting them to pay for meals, um, getting them to do general things around the, sh around the show. Um, that's not cool. And yeah. I don't think that's a good look on anyone. Yeah. So my suggestion, if you, if you get offended when you hear this, just try and do better because we're not, we're not, we're not sitting there without basis for what we're saying. Right. You know, if we want to go through it point by point, it will paint an uglier picture, but we're just going to generalize the behavior that's the issue and say you can do better and you can, and you're capable of it. And maybe you need to, you know, pr practice a better, a better effort. Cause I, cause I'm frustrated as you can tell I'm turning red. And I will also say, talk you know, down here. I will also say everybody's given Rob Steele a lot of crap in my opinion, Rob Steele comes out of this looking the best because what did he do? He bought an $850 flight that he's out that money. Gary Wolf didn't work on the show. I don't know if he's going to pay him some sort of appearance he fee. He should not. But I, I, it, it doesn't surprise me if he's going to pay him an yeah, appearance apparently fee. Apparently, that's what Louis has said, that right. Gary has agreed to give him money on his next paycheck. Stan is out. He's a hero. Three or $400. Well, no, for, I think he sold tickets, okay, but, but they didn't show up. But what I'm going to say is he's out three or $400 for tickets that he sold. So I said to Louie, okay, so if he sold those tickets, where was that money going to go? Not to the, like, Stan was going to get some money. So Louie is out there. He's out no money. Playing the victim. Playing the victim, pointing the finger at yes. Rob Steele. And I will tell you this, Louie. You like to go around, and I like you, Louie, but you like to go around saying you're a promoter, I'm the promoter of the CNWEA, blah, blah, blah. With promoter comes responsibility. Yeah. When the show goes sideways, it's on you. It's not pointing fingers at Rob Steele, pointing fingers at this guy, pointing fingers at that guy. He did that to save his own ass. Yeah. And that's not cool. It's, it's not. That's something that I'm glad you guys touched on because that is what really stuck in my craw the whole time this was go going on last week. I was like, at, when I saw the video of, of stardom and uh, Rob Wolf in the ring and Rob Wolf was Gary Wolf, jo uh, Gary Wolf was jobbing yeah. out Rob Steele. I was like, Louie's right there. And then there. they call Louie into the ring and, and yeah. shake his hand. And like, then Louie hugs Gary like they're long lost yeah, buddies. So it's at like, that point, Gary forgave Louie. He's forgiving the office. And why is he forgiving Louie? Because Louie's putting all the heat on this other guy who can't defend himself, who had to deactivate his Facebook account. Oh, I was, he was yeah. probably getting so much heat. And, un I was not trying, and I was trying to get his side of the story. I would love to get his so side I of the story. So I kept sending him messages. This is what's happening, Gary. Or uh, Rob, Rob, tell me what's happening. Yeah. And nothing. Yeah. And I thought, you know, I could go to Gary Wolf and ask his side of the story, but he's already told Rob his side of the story, and Rob's portrayed the story based on what he's got from Gary. Yeah. So, okay, good. Now let's balance it. Okay? Every, everyone could do better, but yes. first and foremost, I heard Rob Stardom say this on his vlog. He said he would never let a show like this happen again. First step, Rob, is not take a booking from them again. But let's be honest. I don't think that the industry can handle shows like this again in the Winnipeg wrestling scene, this set it back. Black eye. Decades. This is exactly, now, you're exactly right. Six was, six was the grand total of tickets sold. I've heard 12. But Pepito had fun. Yeah. He says oh. he had fun. Oh, great. 
I'm glad you had fun. Pedo, Andrew had fun knocking your ass out. Yeah, thanks when for you hit burning. The ring. Thanks for and, burning. And it. Danny had fun sending you to go get your 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 head blocked off. Yeah. You're the last yeah. guy that should be gloating. Yeah. After a fiasco like yeah. this, when you hit a ring and got your ass kicked and begged for sympathy. Yeah. Because guess what? If you great, you had fun, and then if something goes sideways, someone gets hurt, you go back to working at Pioneer Fence, and we're left picking up the pieces. Yes. Now here's what I will say. It will never happen again. I hope it will stop renting rings to Louis. That's it, what I want to say. Isn't Louis booking a show on November twenty sixth? He's he's told me he's done. He's, he said he's, he's only he's done doing gospel country er, gospel Music. concerts. But now today he's saying he's got a show in Montana, in Butte, Montana. Yeah, five thousand. <laughs> so he, what is it? He Louis sent me a message today. I got a five thousand dollar guarantee in Montana. Who should I get to book it? Uh, heavy metal, auto from Can Am, massive damage or squig? And I'm like. Okay, please don't please don't besmirch the good name of heavy metal. Get massive yeah. or squig to yeah. do it. Squigs well, and how about this? Squigs and Kitchener. How about so, Squig? Yeah. Steven Uischek is in No, he's he's in Grand Falls. Okay. Yeah. Well, how about this? How how about he starts with using credible trained people? Yes. And you don't need to why, why do you need a booker? You need to just put some matches together. It's a spot show. You're not running angles. It doesn't if ex- it's even happening, which it's not. not. It I've doesn't got a exist. stomach ache just talking about this guy. Okay, it's ridiculous. End of the story is this. If you rent a ring to them and you take money from them in the future, if you come out of this bitching that you didn't get paid, it's you and I'm going to call you out on yep. it. Don't complain when we start if saying If you show up it. and you wrestle on a show that is promoted by this circle of idiots it's you it's not the circle of idiots if you say well i just did it for the money i will not respect i'm i don't care if you don't care if i don't respect you but i will say this i will call you out and i'll say you're you're don't say rob stardom once said winnipeg was the toilet bowl of winnipeg of wrestling well rob you're there and it's your job now to get the brush out and wipe that toilet bowl and clean it because you contributed to the mess in that toilet bowl on this event. Now you can say you did everything to clean it up as it was happening, but you were booked before and you showed up and you didn't have, and Kelly Russell was another one that was sitting there saying, well, if I'm not getting paid, I'm not showing up. Kelly Russell should know better. You've been around for 30 years. Just when they're talking about this show, you can laugh about it, but do not put your name to it as potentially appearing on it. And if Graham Keem is the second most credible wrestler on your show, you don't have a show. What you have is a bunch of undertrained people want to be wrestlers, and that is a black eye on wrestling. And you, if you associate with it, you're only as good as the worst guy on the roster, and you're not any better than that. And if you need money that bad to accept a booking like that, get a real job. Yes, so we said nothing but positive things in this segment. Yeah, I, I lost track. Yeah, uh, there was no negatives. It was all constructive, positive, and we're sticking up for what we see. I'll tell yeah. you something, and this will be the last thing I'll say. We'll go to break, then we're going to talk more about the positives of local wrestling. But I remember in 2001, I was booking for TRCW, and John Giroux was starting Ultimate Thunder Wrestling. And John, I considered to be too low of a standard. And what did John try to do? He tried to hire Big O as his booker and he was trying to get access to the talent. And so he was actually, but I said, listen, if you don't have your own talent, no. And I made it as impossible for John Drew and Ultimate Thunder Wrestling to run because it didn't meet a standard. When Andrew and I ran PCW, if you were going around calling our talent, I would go to the talent and say, I can't tell you who not to work for, but I can tell you who can't work for me. And if you show up on that show, I'm done with you. 
And that was considered an ultimatum? No. You're going to sink your standard down there. I can't use you. You can do whatever you want, but I'm going to do whatever I want to do. I, I, as a business owner, can decide I don't want you to be on my show. And that's what Danny and and, um, Winnipeg Pro, Winnipeg Pro wouldn't touch any of this. The fact that, that Corbo was nice enough to go buy a ticket and tell, and, and give a very impartial report. Anybody who says, well, that's political because that's a WPW guy. That's a guy that gave you $30 towards saving your- Plus eight by 10 money. Yes. So that's where we're leaving it today. Gary Wolf, no offense to you at all. And Rob Stardom, I love you still, but you can do better. And you know what? So can we. We, We're not going to talk about CNWA and CNWEA in the future when they start joking around about running shows because it ain't a show that they're running. This episode of Be She's Wrestling is powered by First Row Collectibles, Canada's online and in-person collectible store, where you'll find the coolest sports cards, autographs from your favorites, and of course, wrestling collectibles galore. As a loyal Bees She's Wrestling listener, you can get a discount on your purchase using the code Bees She's. That code is B-E-E-Z. S-H-E-E-Z, one word, to get 10% off. Visit the store online, firstrow.ca, or instead of click and order, go brick and mortar. Meet the guys at First Row in person, 1835 Main Street, Winnipeg, Manitoba. First Row Collectibles, Canada's online and in-person collectible store. So we don't know what happened last night at Primo's Wrestling, but one thing I will say, they've hired a booker. I'm hearing Billy Blaze is now running the book, and you can see immediate, immediate positives. One, they added Trent Seven to the show yep. out of nowhere with very little notice. Interesting. Great name. Yeah, good name. Adds yep. value to the show. It's short notice for people who, it was, it, it was like a Sunday night, come and with a week's notice, they, they add Trent Seven, and they put him against AJ Sanchez, which is an amazing match on yep. paper. That'll, that would be outstanding. Mentolo against Flip Gordon, which is on paper, amazing. And then last night, Billy Blaze and Adam Knight wrestled for the vacant 204 title. Now, why, now, what was the reason behind... TJ Cannon, we said it last week, he decided he just didn't want to be a part of nope. the... No, but what did Graham Keem say? So fan asked him, and I believe the quote was, I have it written yeah, down. Yeah, pl- please do. Um... TJ Cannon is too busy with Alberta dates and can't make ours. So not a good way to respond to a fan inquiry. That is half half truth, and I believe that's similar to what TJ Cannon told the office was. I'm going to be focusing on bookings out west in the new year. I hope to move back there. But what he told me was that the disorganization in the office was not to his liking. But what I'm saying is, don't tell fans, hey. Uh, our promotion is not really that important, so he just vacated the title, and we're going to do it with two other guys are going to fight fight for it. Don't do that. He's moving. What that, do you, but, th- there's your answer. He's moving. What, what that's do you, not even... I think just, that, can't you just spin it, say, TJ Cannon and Primo's Wrestling could not come to an yeah, agreement. We we've were, opted to mutually part ways. We wish him well. Done. Yeah, that's we were having it. creative differences is another thing He's you could leaving say. the territory. But you now could, you're saying... He basically says your title means nothing. He's given it back to us, and two other guys are fighting How for it. How I would have spun that, I've never had God, the champion. Nuts. I've never had the champion <laughs> leave and vacate the title. But uh, you know what I would say? We were happy with TJ Cannon's performance as champion. He has decided to leave our company and not drop the title. 
we have nothing really to comment about that. It's unfortunate that he's decided not to lose the title and we're, we're committed to putting out a great a solution to this with the new champion. Yep. So every time you get a chance to put a belt on someone new, it could mean new business. And that's the way Graham had to look at it. I think, you know, the problem with the Pyramid Cabaret is it doesn't hold enough people to have two names on the show. They were 70% sold last What's time. the capacity? Well, that would be 49 tickets if it seats 70, if, I'm, if my math is correct. So maybe, like, <laughs> and the other thing is because it's a small venue, you're going to be putting Trent Seven and uh, Flip Gordon in a 14-foot ring. Do you figure he's got a guarantee to be able to pull off names, two names like that, in a 50-seat venue? I would only be speculating, but I don't think the Pyramid Cabaret pays guarantees. No, I wouldn't imagine I think so they either. Book but... acts that come in and want to, it's kind of a, I, it's kind of a venue for music that's, very it's established. Icon- it's iconic yeah. in Winnipeg for sure. But it w- it doesn't tie into, re- there aren't wrestling fans who are going, God, I can't wait to go to Pyramid Cabaret. But I think he's trying to build the same underground appeal that WPW is, that he can say he sold it out even though it's a very small venue. And it's- you know what? There is something to be said for an intimate setting and turning people away. If it's if it's full, it'll be full and it'll be loud. So there is something for that too. So when I read- But he's head-to-head with an AEW pay-per-view. Yeah, there's nothing wrong yeah. with what he's doing. It's just I, I question the financials. When I ran but- PCW, we had a 400-seat venue every week. Yep. And we still wanted to run super shows in front of thousands. Yep. Because that we were striving to continue to exceed- our capability, just like when someone goes to the gym, they don't say, I want to do the exact same weight I did last week. They say, I want to, ex- I want to go to excess. I want to build to a new plateau. It's man. These pants are getting loose. All this, all this, all this training for this comeback. Yeah. yeah. How many matches do you plan to do? Oh, until the body says no yet to be determined. All right. Um, might so just be a rumble. That congratulations to Primo Primos for the show you did last night. Step in the right direction. There you go. Graham doesn't listen to this show because he can't take the negative that comes with the positive. And his wife will never listen to it again because I called her out for why she's commenting on who my friends are or aren't. You know, we used to have our best friend, Sean Brown, had an ex-girlfriend that used to say to you, why are you friends with Mike Davidson? Who's right? that? Oh, Bees McKees? Yes. 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 Well, this is, what is with people? Like, I don't care who your friends are, Chris. I don't care who your friends are. That hurts. Like, just... you have your healthy friendships. Yeah. Like, I'm not going to go tell somebody that person's not your friend unless I think that they're being led astray, which didn't happen. But also in her defense, she probably thinks, well, they're speculating on stuff and this and that. We are not speculating. They're talking about us and we, they've never talked to us, but we've definitely reached out to them. That's true. I actually, what's funny about that is they said to Sheldon, he's just working you for information. If Sheldon ever gave me information, I would be like. I'm going to need verification on this because I know that people might fill this guy with a whole bunch of stuff. So he tells me I wouldn't buy it. And you know what? Right before, right when we were doing break and we're doing a little bit of a reset here, you told me something off air. And then I said to you, why didn't you say that? And then what did you say? You said, it's high school. I don't want to do that. And that was something really relevant. And I forgot could, exactly how I said it. But, but it was, you could have burned somebody bad there yeah. and you're not doing it. No, so I like, give you kudos for that. And it's, her, she is peripherally involved in the business. She owns a business. She owns a business outside of the business. Yep. You got to be smarter than this. Yes. Why you're getting into this adolescent stuff. And I, no. I'm dwelling on it, but Stick let's. Stick to selling chocolate. Where are we at with Robbie Royce? Robbie Royce. Well, hey, listen, uh, had a little bit of a setback this week. Yeah. And, it's uh, been a he, tough, tough, tough go. Tough go. Uh, I'm going to go visit him tomorrow. I'll have a bit more of an update. But they found another infection 
within his last infection. So they're actually keeping a close eye on it, and they have to go in there and remove <sighs> the hardware out of his neck, and they're actually going to be replacing it, and he's going to be wearing a halo for a little bit of time, and he's having trouble. He needs to basically relearn how to walk. So Has he been in a bed this whole time? Uh, yeah, he has been. So he's been like, they've moved him around. He's at, uh, like different wards. So he just messaged me just now and he said, he'll let me know. He's which... got full feeling in his hand. Yes. Extremities. Yes. So, I mean, like this sounds really bad. We're here learning how to walk and this and that, but I mean, like the expectation is there will be a recovery there, but I mean, clearly, uh, the expectation of wrestling is probably Scott Carnegie. I know you listen. Get your camera and do a documentary about the Robbie Royce recovery. I want to see it. Mm -hmm. um, and maybe it'll, it might not lead to a finish line that's a wrestling show, like him wrestling, but it, whatever happens will be a feel-good story from where he is today yeah. to where he, hopefully he gets to. I will say, uh, people out there, if you if you know him or if you're, you know, reach out to him. Yeah. You know, he's, he needs to hear positive he's, stuff. He's, he's having a hard time. And, uh, you know, I mean... Royce and I were never super tight, but you know, I, I feel it's important just to kind of reach out to him and just check up on a guy who's going through some tough times. So, you know, it's funny, um, with Royce, it's, uh, he actually commented about the CNWA show and he said, don't be taking, you're not one of the boys. If you're taking bookings like this, Yep. you I guys have to stop this from happening by not endorsing it. And he's right. Um, okay. And WPW is this Saturday rumble at the Burt's. Yes. Hopefully it's going to be, I, I'm calling it right now that there's going to be 1,300 fans because I think they'll have a late surge. Mm -hmm. um, 1,300's very successful. They're doing it on the Saturday of the Thanksgiving long weekend, which is a tough weekend. October 7th. Yeah. Uh, it's a, Tickets are still available at press time, but there's not many left. So. Yeah. So uh, I asked fans, if you're not going, why? Not a lot of feedback on that one. I think it's a financial thing. People think it's an expensive ticket. I think it's worth it. They also have to give True North a cut because it's at the Burt, right? So yeah. there's a little bit more involved in it. Like, so it, listen, this is a big undertaking for these guys to, to get this across the finish line. It's a lot of work. Yeah. So, but it's going to be, you know, I'm really excited to see the show. They're still announcing names in the rumble. They've, have a lot of big matches, so and it's going to be outstanding. Every show I've ever gone to, the thing that makes WPW special isn't necessarily the performance. Although I've always, I was really impressed I, at the museum show when it was Chad uh, Daniels and AJ against Corba and yep. uh, Tyler, Tyler Colton. Colton. That was the best match on the entire show. Yeah, and their matches, the fans feed it, and the wrestlers exceed their normal capabilities because of the fans. It is, if you're a wrestling fan, you're going to have a blast just going there and taking in the fan interaction that happens. So check that one out. CWE, they've got the Rumble to Remember tour. They just added a German star. I don't, I, name escapes me, but... Um, yeah. He was apparently here in 2019. I remember Make sure you toss his ass out of that Rumble. I am going to shit-can him yes. right over the top. And Ultimo Dragon is coming for the 11 or 10 show tour. 10 show it's tour. It's going to yeah. be... That's going to be a special tour. I'm going to miss it. Well, it looks as though I'm going to miss it. There's a presumption there that I'm going to miss it. But uh, Ultimo Dragon, hopefully it's Ultimo Mentolo. They did that once before in Winnipeg for PCW. Jacques Rougeau here next month in October for going some to CWB Bay. dates. Yeah, yeah. He's, going, he's going east. So Norm, have, Norman Harris is the, uh, Norman Harris is the yeah, German, German star. Six foot five, I think 200 and Yeah, I'm looking at a picture pounds. right now. He's uh, 
He looks fantastic. Yeah. Just yeah. a fantastic looking guy. So yep. looks um, like a star. Yeah. Looks like he's going right over the top rope. Both feet are hitting the floor <laughs> to me. So that's the the roundup on local wrestling. One year. other thing. What? Cloud Nine. Oh yes. yes Cloud yes, Nine yes. got local TV and Brandon with uh, Westman Communications Group. This will help them continue to grow in the Brandon market, and it could help them get some of the smaller towns around Brandon. I don't know that uh, like what WCG does, like how much local viewership it has but it's local programming at its finest and if you're if you're gonna try to run a town having any kind of being an any avenue to get into people's sight lines on their tv or on their facebook feeds is is good and interesting that it's a basically an american-based company that has that television in brandon you know yeah that is interesting well careful how loud you say that because the community the community access guidelines might not like CanCon. Yeah. <laughs> they might not like that. That's being like the shows are happening. So we're not going to say too much about that. Yeah. Uh, but Shaggy continues to uh, load the gun for what he wants to do in Brandon. WCG is, uh, they got lots of eyes on them for curling. I know that for a fact, cause I used to shoot curling for them. They'd always have lots of eyes for that. So if they can train their audience, wrestling is also here. Could be could be huge. Yes, maybe absolutely. have it as a lead into curling, curling, or maybe yeah, because the curling fan and the wrestling fan are almost identical. <laughs> All of our American uh, listeners are going. What are they talking about? What's curling? Hurry hard into our wrestling show. <laughs> I'll explain it to you. It's a mixture between yeah. bowling and house cleaning. Yes, um, and. Were we wrong about anything else last week when we talked big league wrestling? I don't. Oh yeah. Well, I was right when about I what? said you love WWE and you I love Cody. Cody. I love Cody too. Cody. Yes. And did I mention that? Yes, yeah. he did. Okay. Our friends at Impact Wrestling are about to see a little bit of a roster shakeup. Joey, Din- Joey, not Joey Janela, um, Sammy Callahan might be leaving, and PCO, PCO. Canadian star, yeah, yep. Pierre Carl Ouellette. gone, gone, yep. leaving Where's October thirty. Where's he going? He's going AEW. How much money? Big money, lots of money. So probably double his d- double? Uh, double. Ridiculous money for a fifty-five-year-old guy. Ah, <sighs> Tony, we love you. <laughs> God bless you, Tony. Yeah. They're always in this business. There always needs yeah. to be a mark with money, and in, in this case, it's Tony yeah. Khan. That Have you ever thought a... of sending him a message, Mike? Like no. with your with your background, no. stuff, like, I produce TV. No, maybe you could get yourself a big fat contract. I've mentioned on this show that Kenny Omega and I don't get along very well. Don Callis and I get along even worse. That's true. That so, is true. No, well, Don gets along bad with pretty much everybody. Though. Yes, but he's the most pushed heel on their show right now. So. Yeah, I watched uh, Dynamite last Wednesday. And Jeff Jarrett and Ray Phoenix had one of the worst matches I've ever seen. You didn't like they it? They had no chemistry. Uh, I don't know if Phoenix doesn't lay his stuff in or if Jeff Jarrett was was maybe shying away from a lot of stuff, but they, they whiffed on a lot of stuff. Karen Angle and... Uh, oh, the, she looks good still, hey? Yeah, she's got to be damn Holy near fit. Gosh, she, she looks good. Is she fitty? I don't know. She's got. She's older than me. She looks great. She's. I'm 44. She's older than me. Um. But she, she did the spot with the referee, Audrey, Aubrey, Aubrey Abbott. Uh, yeah, and Aubrey gave her the shove. Yeah. So they're obviously leading to it. Well, they've been leading to an angle for a while. She's yeah. 50. F- fitty. Oh, fitty. Right great. on the nose. She looks great. She's the best fitty year old that I've seen in a while. I'm seeing a picture right now. Actually, when no, I, I, I yeah, shared a picture of Jennifer, Jennifer Aniston. Oh, I remember oh, that picture. Oh. That was pretty good. She still got it. Yeah. She. Uh, you know what? I'll tell you. I once thought I had a shot at Tori Wilson. You know this story. Mm-hmm. If I if I even if there was even a small hint that I had a shot with Jennifer Aniston, I would spend every dollar I had in the world to travel wherever I had to to find out I had no shot. <laughs> how, well, how about <laughs> speaking of shots? How about Jade Cargill getting her shot with WWE? Signed, sealed, and delivered to your friends at de- well, your heroes at WWE. Yes, my heroes. <laughs> but the trade off <laughs> is fine. Adam Copeland is probably 
either at AEW or going to be very shortly. They have already debuted by the time this airs. If they, okay. So one thing I saw on dynamite was the way that MJF is positioned and it's, all story and it's no substance in my opinion. But Tony's also teasing a quote unquote new era of AEW coming up. But I also heard a rumor that maybe that means he bought New Japan. Yeah, who knows? I mean, I guess we'll find out. I don't think he, I don't soon. think he bought New Japan. Well, no, we might know by now. By well, now. this week is the four year anniversary of Dynamite. Yeah. Well, I wanted to say something about that. So when they started, somebody said, why is their viewership stayed the same? And why is their live attendances dwindled to half or less Mm -hmm. than when they were at their peak two years ago? And the thing is, um, when they started getting Omega and the Bucks and Cody was a big deal. And every wrestling fan that was disenchanted with WWE immediately migrated there to give them their full support. Then they got Moxley. And they started Moxley off special and they couldn't keep Moxley special. They got Jericho and they used him. He's supposed to be special. And then they used him to a point where he's not special anymore. Then they, then their shot in the arm came when CM Punk and Brian Danielson came at exactly the same time. And Adam Cole, who just got hurt when he jumped off of a stage and twisted his ankle and yes. broke it in three spots. Cause yeah. that's a dangerous move. So what we've God. seen <laughs> from Tony Khan is an, legs? Yeah, yeah, what no we've kidding. seen from Tony Khan is an ability to negotiate and sign a contract to elite level money. Mm-hmm. But you have to present that talent as elite level talent after you get them. Do you think they they put Kenny Omega out there as one of the best in the world? No. Nope. They treat him like a supporting guy. Yep. And if you take all your best talent and you treat them like five supporting guys as opposed to five stars that could main event your show today, Wardlow, you burn your viewership. Now, the guy that they could get and build their company around, and we always talk about it, it should have been MJF, it should have been Kenny Omega, mm-hmm. it should have been, should have been, should have been, now is either Adam Copeland... Who's 50. ...or Will Osprey. And when you say, well, how could Will Osprey? Well, that British accent. He won't move here. Okay. Well, use him as... That's good. Bring him in. Use him for a couple of weeks on TV. Send him home. That way fans don't ever get tired of him. Keep him special. Part of using the elite talent. Why did Hulk Hogan stay hot for four years? Because you heard him talk, but you didn't see him wrestle except for Saturday night main event and the four big Mm pay-per-views. If you saw him on Superstars, it was ratings period, and it was to elevate the angle for Mania. So that's what you have to start to do is give your talent. I want to see talent a little bit less and a little bit more in meaning I want to see them less frequently, but I want to see them in more significant segments. Tony Khan, the Mark Booker does not know how to do that. Do you think he does well with women? Cause Mandy Rose is teasing coming back. Do you think he would screw, screw that up too? Or? Yes. He screwed up every other, like he let Jade Cargo walk. So he could get well, Jade was going Jade, again. Jade knows where the show is. If yes. you want to be an icon in wrestling, yes. you have to go to WWE. So you have to main event mania. Yeah. Or you Sorry, have to be everyone out there. That. That's the way it goes. He, imagine Charlotte Flair left and went to All Elite. Imagine Sasha Banks signed in All Elite. It would burn out because he yeah. doesn't know. He knows how to. He knows how to de- debut you and get a wow moment, and then he doesn't know what to do. Look at Jay White. Yes. Well, yeah. I didn't think Jay White was ever going to become that big a star, and that would happen to Will Osprey. Same thing, but. You're going to get Adam Copeland. You could treat Adam Copeland like a active Hall of Fame legend, meaning that he can win the title if he gets the title match, like almost like Undertaker or Shawn Michaels later in their career. 
Shawn Michaels wasn't in the title picture, but he was still a big deal. Mm-hmm. And that means that they can carry your main event and going to see them at the, at the TV venue when they, when they're going to appear once every three weeks means that they could draw you an extra thousand fans, which will help your attendances. The thing that's hurt attendances for all elite now is WWE has got it right on about four or five or six different talents. So people don't like to admit that WWE Endeavor TKO is the hot product, but it's true. All their shows have been outstanding. Now, last week you were wrong, pal. About what? Remember I said, (laughs) I was right, you were wrong. I said this deal to go to USA is terrible. Oh yeah, yeah. Well, guess how much the stock has fallen in a week? Yeah, it went down to, I think, $89 from 107 It's like $81. It went down $25. Yeah. Oh, yeah, 25%. for sure. This is a buy alert. This is a buy <laughs> alert. A, it is a buy, buy alert, low. but yeah. if they don't get a good deal for Raw, like, honestly, if they end up losing network, network penetration weekly on Fox mm-hmm. to go to USA with SmackDown, and then they go to, and they keep it on cable for Raw, or they go streaming and try to sell that as the new wave... They will have lost brand equity. What if they do this? What if SmackDown is on USA, Raw is on ABC, NXT is on ESPN streaming? Do they win then? I don't think they can get ABC, but if they could, that's a big win because ABC is a stronger network than than Fox. See, we talked about what they're going to do with their four network specials. They have to do this. They have to do Super SmackDown on NBC, and it has to be, remember I said what they should do with Rock and and Roman would be to pair them up before they break up to lead to Mania mm. and put them against Cody and and uh, LA Knight. And I said, they should do that at the Rumble? No, they should do that on Super SmackDown on NBC. Right, kind of like when Hogan and Warrior exactly. did like a tag thing and it because led to Because then you're going to get all those eyeballs on your NBC special yeah. and pop a huge number. That's a good idea. That will allow you to give the perception that even though we're not on Fox, we still did three times the number on NBC. Just remember when Endeavor purchased UFC though, they were, they were worth what? I think they bought them for what? Four, $4 billion or something like that. And they increase their net worth substantially. So they also cut costs like crazy, which is about, this is going to continue in WWE. It sure will. But I trust that Endeavor will be able to steer the ship. Do you know know what I I believe? What I believe is going to happen is they're going to retire Vince McMahon in the next year. I think that there's going to be. I don't think so. Eh. I think they are too. I think they're, but I, they I, want him there. I, I think they're going to do it again. He I think they he want, want him to. there right now, but stock price falling like this and the fact that Fox chose to walk away. Yes. Because they could have taken the same money yep. and still been stronger than taking the raise to We USA. talked about this weeks ago. Basically, they weren't prepared to pay the same amount. Listen, were they doing. Good numbers, yes, but not good numbers that would warrant that kind of money. That yeah. kind of money. Yeah. See, so they they thought they were going to get six or seven million viewers a week. Yeah. And they settled in at around two and a half, maybe two point eight is kind of where they were doing. That didn't how warrant. Many, how much did they think they were going to get every week for viewers? When they went to Fox, they figured they would be in where anywhere from five, six. Seven million uh, viewers. That's what they thought. That's what they. <laughs> they never thought. even came a sniff close. To Not that. even so close. I think they debuted. And it was like three point two or yeah. something. So that's when they had Fox will never make this it. mistake again to think, hey, let's get wrestling, and we can get to that. I don't think in in today's environment where there's so many different things to consume. Hey, listen, Yellowstone get probably gets more viewers now than Dallas got in its heyday. 
mm-hmm. because Yellowstone is that show that people talk about. There's not too many shows that people go to work and talk about. But when I go to work, we talk about Yellowstone. When I go to work, we talk about Cobra Kai. When I go to work, we don't talk about WWE. We don't talk about, a- well, the one wrestling fan in the office will talk AEW with me. But there's, everyone t- talks about Yellowstone. You know what we forgot to talk about last week? What? The 74 buys for the OVW pay-per-view. Okay, I was going to tell a story about that. <laughs> so. You're supposed to be listening to the episode back again. I did, I did, and you're re- right. remembering this stuff. And this is why I thought of this. <laughs> so somebody, somebody would maybe ask this in the mailbox question. AWE in 2005, which was my baby, my mm-hmm. brainchild, we went on pay-per-view in Canada. Mm-hmm. Okay, now the, March 11th, right? Yeah, I'm going to wrap this because I could do a very deep dive on this. But so 74 was their buy rate on yeah. fight, and everyone in North America could get fight easily and buy this. And, and it was 14.99, or was it 14.99? And there was a couple buys in like East, yeah, like India, and or they didn't say like a that. single buy in Canada. No. So I'm going to say something else. No and Jesse Goddard's need to come on this show and promote their pay-per-views because maybe we could get them a few buys. But here's what I'll say. Somebody wants to know what AWE did on pay-per-view buys in Canada. And I'll tell you, there was a trick to it, but mm-hmm. our first pay-per-view did over a thousand buys. Larger than and life. we charged $9.99 and we got $4.50 or $5, one of the two. Mm-hmm. So we ended up with... I think it was $5,000 in revenue, something like that. I'm trying to remember the math, but it was a thousand buys. And I remember when I talked to them, I said, listen, we wrestling does good pay-per-view buys and they knew more than I did. And they were kind of snickering at me and they said, listen, we're going to help you out. You meet CanCon for us, which we got a CanCon number. So we, and it was produced in Canada. Canadian content for those of you listening. Yeah. In Canada, you have to get a license, a special license. And if you're can the broadcasters need so much Canadian programming. So he said, listen, here's what we're going to do to get you. We can, we, yeah, maybe it'll do a thousand. I don't think it will, but maybe he said, we're going to run it as a special on a certain date to debut. Then we're going to run it on demand and we're going to actually advertise it all across Canada on our preview channel. Mm-hmm. And if you get a thousand buys, we'll be happy. He said, we don't think you'll get a thousand buys. We got a thousand. We just over a thousand. It might have been nine hundred or thousand. Then we did harsh reality, and it did thirteen hundred, and we charged thirteen ninety nine because we we're getting a little adventurous. And you know, can I just say nobody's stolen these names? Larger than life, harsh reality. These are great pay per view yeah, names. Yeah, and don't steal them because I might bring it back. <laughs> but this is the thing. So nobody in Canada has ever had like you hear all these promoters yeah. say, "What did Mike ever do?" Well, I had the vision to broadcast it and put it on paper. You couldn't do it today. It's different. You mm-hmm. could do an internet paper. Every promoter's tried that. And that's why OVW only did 74 buys is it's not different than anybody else is mm-hmm. doing. Mm-hmm. And you have to offer them something different. Now in 05, believe it or not, we offered them Rikishi against, um, who did Rikishi? We ran it as two specials. Rikishi wrestled. I can't even remember. Did he wrestle Chi-Chi? No, it wasn't Chi-Chi Cruz. I'm not sure. I wrestled Billy Gunn, didn't you I? You wrestled Billy Gunn yep. and Spider because we did it in two specials. A, I did a tag match too, I think. Tag match? Ian Wavell oh, against... Oh, maybe you did. Spider and Billy. I think we did that match too. Oh, yeah, to build the angle maybe. Yep. I don't remember. Yeah. Anyway, so we did a... We, Star-studded event though. Yeah, lots did, of guys. Did two two specials, yep. and but there was no real special match. James Gibson wrestled Ryan Wood. That's and right. Sean, I think he wrestled Sean Houston. Didn't Omega work on that show too? No, um, uh, no, he came later in the year. Okay, uh, but anyway, so it did it did good, mm-hmm. and it was financially. I didn't lose my shirt. I didn't make, but we didn't lose our shirt. 
but nobody's ever tried that. But 74 means that Ohio Valley isn't, now that they've been on Netflix, it'll, it'll probably be different. They're selling out now. Yeah, in Louisville. But I, yeah, we'll see. But 74 compared to what we did is 1,000. And we were thank yep. Viewer's Choice in Toronto said, listen, we'll help you get to 1,000 buys. And they did it. So um, you know what time it is? I'm, yeah, let's, yep. let's go to the mailbag. Two questions in the mailbag this week. You want to get your question on the mailbag, hit us up on social media. This one coming in from TB, just TB. T- TV? TB. T's B. Like tuber- tuberculosis? tuberculosis? Yeah. Okay. Uh, he says, given what happened with the CNWA debacle in this day and age, <laughs> how would you prevent a show from happening like that? I, uh, he's talking about policing the business. Yeah, I think I talked about it, how we did it when Ultimate Thunder tried. We put pressure on the talent not to take the booking. Don't rent the ring to him. Uh, That's a start. Impossible to manage that because there's five rings and some of them fall under the quality, the line of quality control that should be there. Here's how you stop it. The show gets announced, immediately reach out to the promoter and say, I think it's a bad idea. Now, I'm not saying leverage or bully, but try to talk them out of it. Then you, uh, you start talking to talent, and when anybody with credibility steps up, you say, don't do it because it's going to hurt your credibility. It's then going to fall on, like, Primos hates us because they think we criticize them hard. <laughs> I just said us. earlier that they did a good job with their show, and Billy Blaze has done a good job taking over the book. They had three feature matchups on a show. Then there's a social, there's a social stigma to, oh, you know, guys are saying bad things about us because we're just trying to have fun wrestling shows aren't meant to be fun. It's a business. You're asking people to come and pay 10, 15, 20, 25, $30. Fun for the fans. It's gotta be, there's gotta be a business concept. We are going to ask you for this money. We are going to present something of this kind of entertainment. If a movie theater is $15 to go see Top Gun, which was the best movie, the sequel, best movie I've seen in the last five years, and it cost me $15 and two hours, two and a half hours of my time. If I'm going to go, I don't care about the money I have to pay for the ticket. It's the three hours of my time I don't get back. You got to have, so what you need to do is somebody needs to say, listen, this is not good for business. It should not happen. And then you call the promoter and Make every effort to discourage them from doing it. Let them know if you do this and you damage the industry that's trying to create a standard that's worth $25 a ticket, people are not going to stand for it. And then you hold them to it. And you, every time they announce a talent, when they announce Gary Wolf, someone should have been on the phone with Gary Wolf saying, do not waste your time. They maybe they'll do you know what you're getting yourself into. If you show up, make sure you got half your money in advance. Then they would have canceled Gary Wolf. They would have canceled the show. One of the reasons Louis did not cancel the show the day of is because Gary was already in town and he was worried about how Gary would respond to the show getting canceled. Gary chose not to wrestle on the show, but you just constantly discourage it. And it's got to be promoter Danny, promoter Primos, uh, top talent like Robbie Royce, who can say, like, listen, it's not safe. Um, you know, everyone has to call it out together. And that's actually when the community will start to look out for each other. When they say you're not going to exist below this standard, Andrew Shellcross and I were very, very cognizant of who's running a show. And if it's not up to a standard, he would go to, he would go on the message boards and debate and challenge Wayne 
every day what you're doing is a debacle and he'd call it out. Well, the problem is nowadays people will say, like, you can't tell me what to do. I'm and, just doing this. And you can't, I mean, and that's the sad thing you is you can't show up and fight them. Right. Or you can't enter yourself in a battle Royal like yeah. Cheech and, and I did a, several years ago. Right. You just can't do that because you know, it's bullying or someone will get offended and you know what? Like what has to happen is everyone over the line of quality has to all say together, we this don't endorse happening. this. Yep. And then the guy, the guys underneath the quality are all going to fall off and not want to do it. Remember Sean Reed? Yep. North Star Reed. I said, you are not physically capable of doing what you would need to do to be a wrestler. What I did was bullying, but it was because what you're going to do is going to besmirch the, the, the concept of the business. And I wasn't going to let it happen. Yep. All right. Moving on to our second question. This one coming in from Darren. He asks... <laughs> In 2023 terms, what do you consider the word draw to mean in the wrestling business? Well, that's draw. open to interpretation. <clears throat> yeah, that's mm-hmm. pretty. Here's what I will say. Let's let's tear it off. Local independent wrestling, all-star wrestling in Vancouver or BC is drawing better than they have in years. Um, they're actually almost giving a run to Nation Extreme Wrestling that was kind of the flagship out in BC in Manitoba, you got Primo selling out 70% of their venue, even though it's a small venue, you got WPW. They're going to set a attendance or they, you're going to set an attendance record this weekend over a thousand CWE is going to do a sellout for rumble to remember all across, all across the local Indies are drawing and it's a draw, but it's based on their break. Even point has always been their target. They've never, there's not too many Indies that say, how can we get to a point where we're drawing a thousand WPW is doing that. To be a draw, you got to exceed what you think you can you can achieve. You got to okay, we can achieve two hundred, but we're going to go for three or four. You got to wow them with that number. You can't don't just swing the ball, don't swing the bat at the ball that you can hit. Always swing for the home run on the ball you can hit. Okay. Then with the bit with WWE and AEW, it's a different thing. Mm-hmm. When they go to the stadium with Mania or All In. They are trying to set an attendance record. That's the only time they actually care about attendance. What they care about is eyeballs on the TV screen because that's that shows the value of their entire product, right? Right now, Impact's having their best year of drawing probably since Dixie Carter owned it and they were doing house shows. They are drawing 1,000 people or over at a lot of their shows. All Elite is drawing half of what they were used to drawing. And WWE is drawing very healthy. Right? What is a draw? When you're selling 70%, 90% over that range of tickets. Then if you go into individuals, and sorry, I'm going long. I'm taking every possible answer Mecca could give. <laughs> I'm just going to shut up here. Then the question is, who is a draw? Who is a draw? Yeah. Okay? That's how I interpret that question. Yes. So when you're a local indie show, you're looking at your entire roster draws. That's the way it's become for WWE. It used to be, what could Steve Austin deliver? What could Hulk Hogan deliver? What could The Rock deliver? Now with WWE, they don't think like that. They think, what does the brand yes. WWE draw? Because the pieces are all interchangeable. Yes, but I would argue in WWE that if you lost, if if Cody got hurt and Roman Reigns got hurt in I LA Knight. I love Cody, just so you I know. know you do. Yeah. That's why I threw him in there for yeah, this. He's my favorite. If you, lo- <laughs> if you lost Roman, LA Knight, Cody right now and you had to replace them as top guys with randy orton seth and uh seth rollins and i don't know someone other than logan paul because i think logan paul could fall into the first category if you went to the next tier of draws their business would start to 
to come down because mm-hmm. the hot draws are actually pushing business. In All Elite, they say MJF and, and Adam Cole are drawing good TV numbers. Personally, they're going to have to get to a punchline of this angle at some point. It's going to have to draw the people in, and they're going to have to deliver matches that matter because right now all they're doing is running cheap comedy as their, as yeah. their angle. And they, you need to have, as when you're trying to draw off talent, one thing you need to have, you need to have uh, a, a conflict that is fueled by hatred and believability, right? Adam Knight could be the top heel in this market because he slapped a fan last year. He's hard to manage. He should be your top heel based on the way he behaved as a person, not based on how he actually wants you to believe, but take what he actually did and amplify it. Run with it. Yeah, and have somebody say, you know what, Adam Knight, if it was up to me, you wouldn't even be, look at how long I'm going on this answer. <laughs> look, Adam Knight, if it was up to me, you wouldn't even be allowed to wrestle in this in this province, in this country, because you assaulted a fan. And then Adam Knight say, you go there? That's how cheap a shot you want to be? People will want to see the match because, holy, they're shooting on each other, right? Mm-hmm. Create real conflict in your angle, and you will draw money off the conflict. Yep. And for me, I how I interpreted it is, a draw and what I always tried to do. And the reason why I always drew wherever I went to is that I always tried to present a character that would want people their People would want to come back and pay more money to see what happened. And I always wanted people. I always wanted to be the guy on the show where I would come out there and I'd be like, Hey, wait, that guy doesn't look like he belongs here. That guy looks like he's got something going on. And that's try to have that extra star presence. And I've always tried to portray that. If the people keep coming back and paying more money to see what you're going to do, I think that is what I think of when I think of a draw. By every local, by every local standard, you were a draw, but also what you don't consider. You, everything you did when you were in an angle was to feed into that angle. Make them want, make them care about the angle. If you treat an angle like, oh, it's just something we're doing here. And this is why when wrestlers wrestle for multiple multiple yeah. offices, they lose this ability. But if you feed into the angle, like it actually matters to you, then the person watching it thinks it matters. And that's what guys miss. Yeah. And you know what? We talk about promos on the show quite a bit and we're very critical of promos. I'll be having some promos coming up very soon. Do you need me to produce some for you? Well, maybe, but I will say, uh, wrestlers out there, take note because uh, you're going to be going to class. Last week, we had a winner in our event center contest, where if you can name the theme song of the wrestler, you can win a $50 gift card to the Palomino Club, the world famous Palomino Club, where you can buy liquor. It's the best gift we could ever give you. Thank you to Scotty Townsend and Christian for hooking us up with that from the world famous Palomino Club. And here's how you win. Listen closely to the event center. If you can guess that song, and it's a wrestler song, then you can win. Simple. Go to social media. Tell us who the song is, and if you're the if we determine you're the first person that got the answer, you're gonna win a fifty dollars gift card to the world famous Palomino Club, and nope. and two passes to get in through the VIP entrance door for you and a guest. So four people entry into the world famous Palomino Club plus fifty dollars bar tab. So you can buy probably two rounds, maybe absolutely one, one or two rounds. And hey, who won the contest last week? Last week, her name is Charlene, and actually, Uncle Lightning Dick won, but. When it came time to us finding out who Uncle Lightning Dick was, like Mil <laughs> Mascaris with his mask, he wouldn't tell us. So how can we give you the gift card? 
So, and, okay, but, and what was the music last week? Last week, I believe it was Dean Malenko, is, WCW from the correct. late 90s. That is correct. Mid-90s. Iceman, Dean Malenko. Yeah. From last week. So last this week, listen closely and tell us who the music is on the event center. This is your Bishis Wrestling Event Center. We start in British Columbia. Friday, October 6th, Thrash Wrestling is in Trail. Saturday, October 7th, Thrash Wrestling is in Nelson. And Saturday, October 7th, Top Talent Wrestling is in Fort St. John. We shift to Alberta. Friday, October 6th, Wild Rose Sports Association is in Edmonton. Saturday, October 7th, Wild Rose Sports Association is in Calgary. Saturday, October 7th, Pure Power Wrestling is in Lethbridge. Saturday, October 7th, Monster Pro Wrestling returns to Edmonton. And Saturday, October 7th, Real Canadian Wrestling is in Erskine. And finally, in Manitoba, Saturday night, October 7th, Winnipeg Pro Wrestling presents Rumble at the Burt in Winnipeg. And that is your Bishi's Wrestling Event Center. I counted eight events there, and a great song, by the way. If you can guess it, you can win the contest. You wanted to shout out to somebody. Shout out to somebody. I know there's a lot of wrestlers who listen to the show, a lot of athletes who listen to the show. I will tell you, Everybody needs a good physiotherapist. <laughs> and there's three things that I will walk to the edge of the earth for. One is a good massage therapist, which I have. Two is a good hairdresser, which I have. And three is a capable physiotherapist. And not one who says, hey, here's some exercises. Go do them at home. When I'm going to a physiotherapy place, I want to be fixed. I want you to fix my problem. I just had some dry needling done on my trap, my back. If you are looking for a good physiotherapist go to concordia physiotherapy ask for olivia she will take care of you you probably have coverage it's getting to the end of the year you probably have coverage you're looking to use up (laughs) go and see olivia she will put you back together trust me she's she's put me back together many many times so i'm gonna go and now olivia is getting you ready for a wrestling comeback that's right i told her we'll be booking a few more sessions now november 17th (laughs) top talent wrestling is doing trail british columbia that's yes top talent i are venturing out maybe it's a different top talent i I would imagine that we'd be putting a stop to that but but we can also (laughs) say top talent just announced this week they have effie coming in champion and joey janella Ooh. is coming also with Timothy Thatcher on October 20th. That will be a outstanding show. So in Winnipeg, you've got CWE and you've got uh, Winnipeg Pro. Yep. Saskatchewan is kind of t- uh, ringside in CWE. Mm-hmm. Alberta's got top talent in love, fighting it out, love wrestling. BC's well, got... they have Monster Pro. Yeah. They have Real Canadian Wrestling. That's There's kind a of an... I'm talking about the top notch. Okay, gotcha. That's why I didn't mention Primos. Okay. And... I love Massive Damage, but they don't keep up with what Top Talent's doing. And in, El- okay. and in BC, you've got All-Star Wrestling and um, Nation Extreme Wrestling and Vancouver, yep. uh, Island, Vancouver Island Pro, Pro Wrestling. Wrestling. They, yep. They've done some crazy uh, attendances. And that Lethbridge Pure Power. Yep. Have you seen the video? Yes, Whoa. I have. They're Western Canada and our friends in North Dakota. I was just going to say. There is amazing independent wrestling yep. everywhere you could possibly throw a dart at a dartboard. You'll hit a great independent wrestling show yep. and you listeners need to support your local indie. We need to go to one of these uh, below zero wrestling. Yes. I think we should make a road trip. Let the, let the promoter know we're Saturday, coming out yeah, there. Saturday night or we could go to cloud nine and do my not. Let's check it out. But Hey, we should talk about what's happening 
next week on the episode. So next week, we're going to break format. We're not going to rip on Primos, and we're not going to talk about AEW. <laughs> or we're our darlings. Gonna, we're going to talk about... Something that we've talked about DCs doing. of the local Rees. Yes. And it's going to be you and me walking down memory lane. Oh, it's going to be good. Talking about the first angel investor we ever encountered, mm-hmm. John Newen, and the formation of Premier Championship Wrestling.